Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Just got off a plane a few minutes ago from Newtown, Connecticut. We were at Grace Family Church this last weekend, had such a great time. If you're anywhere in the Minnesota area, we'll be at Mercy Hill Church this Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll have a great time. Go from Connecticut to Minnesota, all over. We, we want to cover the globe because Jesus is coming back so soon. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because the rapture is signless. The second coming has tons of signs. So every last two or three weeks, there's been remarkable things happen that are just like benchmarks about, okay, this is what's set up for the coming of the Lord. We're so blessed. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, there's eight times more about the second coming. So the Bible is full of these things so that we can know what it'll look like right before He comes. In fact, Jesus, the only time He really rebuked the, the crowd, He said, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So He wanted them to know. So amazingly, it's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. I hear people go, well, if you talk about the rapture, you're just trying to miss the tribulation. I'm not supposed to be here for the tribulation. It's a time of Jacob's trouble, not the church's trouble. And the whole purpose of the tribulation is for Israel to receive Jesus as their Messiah and to put pressure on people to make a decision not to go to hell. So a lot of variables there for the tribulation, but uh, we have an appointment called the reward seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb. So, man, we're watching these set up. Remember last week we talked about Emmanuel Macron two weeks before said it's time for a revival of the Roman Empire. And then he announced that Mahmoud Abbas, the Palestinian president, was going to meet with him there in Paris. There was nothing said of that meeting. I've looked at uh, uh, everything I could look at. All it said was is Macron is concerned about Jerusalem. Now listen to this, the West Bank. The two things that got won back in the Six-Day War. So this 1967 border is going to come to the forefront. Really, the West Bank is really going to come to the forefront in the next few months. So watch that happen. But many more things happen. This is absolutely crazy. The largest pretty much attack that Israel has done on Iranian missiles happened this last Thursday. I mean, missile after missile, airplane after airplane, jet after jet. Coming in to listen, Damascus. What it did was it took out the Iranian guards, uh, basically their SATCOM, their command headquarters. The, the papers in the Middle East said that two or three people got killed. No, Debka came out. A lot of other sources came out saying dozens of people got killed. There were all Iran Revolutionary Guards. Now, what was that place? Not only was it a, 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 their, their headquarters, it was their, where their missile guidance systems got put on all their new missiles. So what they were doing was retrofitting all their bombs with precision uh, accuracy compared to what they had 10 years ago. So Israel, remember how we talked about last week, uh, Iran said, yeah, we're having a nuclear bomb. And Israel went in literally Thursday and obliterated that area of Damascus. Now, what's interesting about that? As remember, we talked about Putin uh, met with Erdogan from Turkey and met with uh, uh, the, the, the Syrian president. What was the big deal about that? Another foreign minister from Syria was sent up to that delegation to try to talk them into, listen, quit sending missiles down into Syria because Israel is blowing us off the map. They didn't get that accomplished. But even the Bashar Assad is afraid that Israel's going to go in and just annihilate them. So, man, there's a lot of stuff happening with that. You had Iran firing missiles into Iraq, where, where, where the Kurds are. So you have trouble there. You have Hezbollah literally threatened a war with Israel over the gas area. Uh, remember the rigs that got bombed? There were some drones that were sent in by Hezbollah. Israel took them out. Well, the maritime borders there, Israel's fighting with, with Lebanon about that. It's Israel's land. It's Israel's gas. And Hezbollah said, if you go in and take gas out of that, we're going to start a war with you. And then today they said, we have our missiles set on every square inch of the nation of Israel. So you've got Iran sending missiles down to blow up Israel. 
you've got Hezbollah in Lebanon threatening to blow up Israel. And then obviously we know that Russia is going to come against Israel. So you have all these little details happening all at once. Some more crazy stuff about China came out uh, yesterday that China has systematically built cyber tech technical uh, industries, buildings all around where American uh, missile silos are and showing they can basically control our nuclear arsenal and even more things at our SATCOM there in Colorado Springs. I mean, it was, it was the second in line defense that came out with this verbiage going, we don't even know if we can control our own uh, nuclear arsenal. So China has moved in in such a strong way that way, still threatened us over sending a congressperson to uh, Taiwan. So China's flexing its muscles. Russia's flexing its muscles. Turkey's flexing its muscles, saying we're going into Syria. And then you had Iran being as crazy as they are, literally keep pulling uh, stuff into Syria. It was pretty wild. Ehud Barak, Israel's prime minister that was prime minister a few years ago, he said, you know what, we're going to have to live with a nuclear Iran. I'm like, what? And then he said, well, we don't want to bomb them too much because that's just only going to get them mad and they might nuke us. No, the only way to stop Iran is, to, is literally to shut them down. So you just hear a strange verbiage coming from Israel about that because Iran is completely bent on annihilating Israel. So all this stuff is happening. You had a fireball over Indiana a couple days ago. You had a fireball over Texas. A sonic boom went off. People don't even know what these things are. You've got, you got uh, literally no water in France right now. In Yemen, you've got floods. It's weird how parts of the earth, you've got too much water, parts of the earth, you've got not enough water, you've got volcanoes, you've got earthquakes. All this stuff is happening because the king's coming back. But really, specifically, the events around Israel with Turkey, with Russia, and now France stepping in and with Hezbollah, man, it's setting up for some events to happen just before the coming of the Lord. So what do we do? We always go to the Scripture. Scripture is so plain, so clear. It says that Israel's made a nation in 1948. Uh, Jerusalem was won back in 1967. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you got the Hebrew language restored in our lifetime. Ethiopian Jews brought back in our lifetime. You got the fertility of the land of Israel in our lifetime. You, it's too crazy. You have the, uh, the, all of the things. You got predatory birds, 172 different species of predatory birds. You got foxes on the Temple Mount. You got fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red. I say it every week, but it freaks me out. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was, and it happened on the Day of Atonement. So you've got all those things. You've got uh, Rabbi Ixacaduri prophesying Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins uh, 10 years ago, and that happened this last year. So event after event after event, you've got Russia rebuilding the arch for Baal worship in Palmyra, right where the Tower of Babel was. The Talmud says that's the last thing you'll see before the Messiah comes. You have the Sanhedrin getting the ointment ready for the oil of anointing. The Sanhedrin getting the worms ready that secrete the right color of scarlet. It's crazy for all this. So they're, they see so much happening, they know the Messiah is about to come. Well, that's the second coming. Hey, the rapture is going to happen about seven years before that. So, my friend, if we see all that anticipation of the second coming, how much more uh, the rapture? So we're so privileged and so blessed. Uh, you got signals. You had blood-red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Crazy. Four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue. 
1492 and founded America to be a safe harbor for the Jews. So signals in the heavens, Bethlehem star crazy, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus. You had Regulus do a retrograde motion, form a crown over Jupiter. Those are king planets. Those were all happening at the Bethlehem star when Jesus was born. So you've got signs, you've got signals. One of the signs is men would be lovers themselves, have selfie sticks. I mean, it's blatant. I hear people say, well, how can you tell how close we are to the coming of the Lord? Because God gave us 70-some-odd signs to look at to tell that we're it's near, it's close. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. But we're engaged. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. The whole thing about all of this is because He loves you so much. He wants you excited. He wants you expectant. He wants you happy. He wants you hopeful. And your strength will be tied to your joy. Knowing you're about to see Jesus is the most radical thing that can ever happen to us in all of our lives. So we won't take as many people with us as we can. So next week we'll come back and see what's happened with Iran on the edge of Damascus getting all their missiles wiped out by Israel. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out this week. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.